Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name's Troy, joined by the four-man booth, Aaron, Tasty, and Jay. How are we, chaps? Tis the season. Tis the season. Full of ramen. (laughs) Full of ramen. Nice. This happened. Uh, weeks ago when we did the news, we did news, mate. Remember that, like two weeks ago, mate. You think we're dating us now? That's that's the problem. We don't get the show chart and shit. So, so I mean, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful July day. Um, you know, we're having a great time. I've been out England. I've just won the World Cup. What a what a time to be alive. Sorry, I, when was this? <laughs> when, when we released this, like next summer. Oh right, okay. We're <laughs> trying to build in some safeguards just in case this ends up getting like put on the shelf for ages because it seems like we know what we're talking about. Uh, so. We're here for a special episode to talk about some music, talk about our favourite music uh, in wrestling, favourite entrance music. Um, Before we do that, a little bit of background on music. So many say first impressions are important, and this is particularly true for professional wrestlers. Their entrance is their first impression. Can you imagine if every wrestler walked down the ramp to no music? There'd be little to no crowd reaction and wrestling would be a bore without the wrestler entrances to get the crowd or even the wrestlers themselves hyped up. The way a wrestler comes to the ring is an integral part of their character and can add or detract from the audience of watching them perform. Some develop their entrance over time and others keep the same routine for most of their career if they find something that works. It's difficult to know who made the first special routine for how they walked to the ring. However, many have known uh, for innovating and perfecting the grand entrance was gorgeous George Wagner. He's often credited as the first wrestler to truly utilize entrance music during the 1940s and 1950s. His theme music was Pomp and Circumstance, also known as the Graduation Song. The song is probably more famously made uh, and used by Macho Man Randy Savage and later a remix version for Jay Lethal. Music is arguably our greatest art form. It can make us feel a variety of feelings and emotions, and when combined with other forms of art, it can truly captivate an audience in amazing ways. Film and TV program makers have used original scores and existing music to make an audience feel a particular way since the dawn of the industry, as have professional wrestlers. Some use classic compositions, some have new songs recorded specifically for them, whilst others take popular songs and tailor their entrance around them. When looking at original theme songs, Jim Johnson is often seen as an icon. He's written music for some of the biggest stars in wrestling industry, as well as the theme songs for many WWE's uh, WWE's early pay-per-views. More recently, CFOS or CFO Dollar Sign uh, were in charge of composing responsibilities for NXT wrestlers, and even more recently, Def Rebel. In AEW, Mikey Ruckus has produced most of what we hear on today's product, as well as for MMA promotions, film, TV, and video games. Think about people who have had songs written and composed specifically for them. The list is extensive. The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker and Kurt Angle are just a handful of legends who have used the same song for most of their careers. 
Then we have wrestlers who have used uh, established musicians in the past, people like Hulk Hogan using Real American by Rick Derringer, CM Punk using Cult of Personality by Living Color, and more recently, John Moxley using Wild Thing by X and Jungle Boy with Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Wrestlers who use popular music tend to stand out in a different way. Over the years, organizations like WWE have worked with specific artists to create music. For example, Wale is the man behind Biggie's current entrance music. Other notable examples of famous artists or groups making music for wrestlers are Motorhead, recording multiple songs for Triple H, Snoop Dogg for Sasha Banks, and in the past, P.O.D. for Rey Mysterio, and 3-6 Mafia for Mark Henry. So, why are we here? We're going to do a top 10 of our favourite songs. We'll go in alphabetical order, so we'll start with Aaron. My name's Courtney, sorry. <laughs> your, name's, your name's Top Shagger. Top Shagger, before, I'm before we, exactly. Before we, get, before we get into the list, can I just make two addendums or two two additions to your to your lovely opening one, Troy? First of you all, can. you um you you neglected to mention Dale Oliver, who the who was for a long time the genius behind most of the TNA themes. Some choice cuts I will be bringing on my list for you tonight. As and of, also, of course, you, there's CNAs on your entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you failed to mention that Snoop Dogg has actually become, to my knowledge, the first musician to a appear on both AEW and WWE entrance music as you also it's all it's all coming <laughs> to Cody isn't it but uh, yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg also produced Do a fire well. verse that was used for a period on Cody Rhodes' entrance music indeed well, like on collective not. number one downstate and not on my list absolutely it's not <laughs> <laughs> only the live version is the nervous laugh from Aaron <laughs> makes me think that maybe they're on his that was straight. <laughs> well, let's find out. No, it's okay. It's okay. Aaron, mate, take it um, away. Ken, uh, what? We'll go for, uh, I think, what, what might be a shocking one just to start off with, right? Any of yours are going to be shocking, aren't they? Kid Rock, American Badass. Oh, Christ. <laughs> because the lyrics uh, always kick an asshole's ass. Because what, sorry? The, the lyrics of always kicking asshole's ass always makes that's me a, chuckle. That's a different one, isn't time. it? No. That's you're going to pay. No, no, it it's sharp. It's you're going to pay. <laughs> Look at you've he's fallen, he's fallen, now. He's fallen at the first hurdle. Big mistake. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how much you respect I can give to a song that's literally just sad but true with different lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Equally a bang, though, you're going to pay. Much better. Always kicking asshole's ass. Yeah. I mean, kid, kid, say a lot about Kid Rock, he's the type of guy who like, draws on his influence with, it, it draws on his influences with tracing paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you heard his new one? No. Oh, no. It's, fucking, it's fucking poor. I haven't even seen it. Until, until tonight, I haven't thought about Kid Rock for probably 10 years. <laughs> He's still bringing out thanks, songs. Thanks, Aaron. Kids are crying. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. And he got us kicked off chat radio, isn't it? So, you are, Aaron, obviously, you're, you're referring to the um, the American Badass Undertaker, Biker Taker, the best yeah. version of The Undertaker, the, the one we all know and love. Correct. Yes, yes. Forever the best taker. I wouldn't hear nothing else. It's because Aaron doesn't like spooky characters. Yeah. I must admit, when you, when you come down the ramp and that I am a match between Rock and Triple H to re-debut, like, everyone popped the fuck out, didn't they? Yeah, they fucking did. Didn't have a clue what was going on, like, because he wasn't <laughs> a spooky boy. But... <laughs> Who's this? He was just doing his cousin he, again. He was just, he was just doing an age 10 years early, mate. <laughs> Is that primetime Brian Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, beefed up. 
<laughs> April got small. <laughs> Tasty. What's yours, mate? What's your first one? Right. So I'm, I'm going to start. I'm, I'm going to start with. I've, I have put these in like a loose order. So this is like this is like the one. I'm, the ones I'm most excited to talk about are at the top. And I'm going to do them first. So I'm going to start off with an AEW one. I'm, I mean, spoiler. There's a lot of AEW on my list. Uh, I'm an AEW super mark, obviously. Uh, I'm going to go with Cold World, which is the theme for Eddie Kingston. Nice, absolute banger. So from doing a bit of like listening to it and knowing what I know about Eddie Kingston, I think it's based on the uh, musically. I think it's based on the song "Go to Sleep" by DMX. Okay, it's got very similar. Like the the intro is very similar. You know the little plinky plunky stuff. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Eddie's a massive DMX fan, and the the thing I really like about the way um, that Ruckus works in TNA, TNA and AEW, is he really collaborates very closely with the wrestlers themselves and sort of t- draws on their influences and like their likes and what, what and really puts their, it helps put their personality into the music and I think it, the best example of this is is Cold World I think it's well Eddie's one of my favourites anyway but yeah it's, a, it's an absolute banger and, it, and it, it's got that like the best thing about a wrestling entrance theme is it has to have that instantly recognisable like first three seconds so yeah. that as soon as it hits you can get that massive crowd pop and like everyone knows who's who's about yeah yeah Absolutely, and that's that's really and it's really been happening for Eddie. He's over his fucking AW at the moment, isn't he? So it's really nice to hear that hit, and then the crowd is going nuts, which is great. So yeah, Cold World number one, top, solid choice, good one. Thanks. I'm gonna uh, gonna gonna keep it with opening licks, and I'm gonna keep it with a New York flavor as well, because Hook's dad Taz had the absolute. Banger that was 13 in WWE. Yeah, we did. Where it had the heartbeat monitor and then like the um just like the flat line. And then that and baseline that dropped in, man. Slowed slowed down. Oh no, sped up shield music, I believe it is. Yeah. If you yeah, listen to yeah. the shield music, it's basically Taz's old music. Yeah. But sped, yeah. but slowed down. Um I remember when he debuted against Kurt Angle and I wasn't too sure who he, who he was. That was I in lost. New York, Shit. wasn't it, as well? Yeah. That was in Man- New York, yeah. Madison yeah. Square Garden. Yeah, it was just the garden. That. Yeah, in the, was it the Rumble. Yeah, yeah it was the Rumble. Rumble. The Rumble, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that music, that, that music hit and like that flat line and then that fucking lick kicks in and you knew it was ass kicking time. It was like, oh, yeah. 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 You knew someone was getting choked out and they usually did. <laughs> and suplexed onto the head as well. Um, nice. But yeah, I just absolutely loved that song. Quality. Good choice, man. Um, I'm going to go from 10 to one. So start with my, my last one. Uh, I've gone, I've gone all the way back to 2003 from the album WWE originals. It's basic thugonomics, John Cena and that trademark, not the trademark T H a that trademark. You make sure you spell that right. Why? Now John the Cena. Trademark did the Kurt Angle's TNA music as well. Did you know? Did he? I, Nice. Um, John Cena, on the whole, uh, isn't a great rapper. And he's not a particularly great rapper on this song either. However, we were talking about those opening kind of like three seconds of a song that are instantly noticeable. I remember how mental I went when he re-debuted as this at Mania a few years ago against Elias and this music dropped and went absolutely mental. And then it reminded me of how much I loved it. Um, his gimmick with this music was fucking awesome as well back in the day. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for semi 
semi-decent hip-hop. This just is on the cusp of semi-decent. I was going to say, wasn't like the whole point of his gimmick at this point that he was kind of like the guy from the Pretty Fly for a White Guy video, but like, as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we had it, this made a rip-roaring comeback in the Fire Fight Funhouse match. Aye. Yeah. Which popped pop the fuck out of me. On well, he squared it in, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Bobby but, but Cannon was—they weren't paying that. They, they weren't paying B squared money, mate. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get out of bed for less than ten grand. <laughs> so yeah, it was my my first one. Aaron, what's your next one? Uh, I will go with um, one. Uh, probably not a lot of years have heard. Jamie heard it. Young Dumb and Broke. Hey, absolutely. Oliver. Knew you were going to put this on your list. Yeah, Young, young Dumb and Broke. Yeah. Jordan Oliver or Young Dumb and Broke as groups music. It's a fucking banger. Like to give the listeners a bit of background info on Jordan Oliver. Uh, Jordan Oliver is an up and coming rising star in GCW. One of your, one of your pillars of GCW. Your young pillars, GCW. Uh, Ah, he's just one of top shagger, basically. I assume. Is that your, <laughs> is that your go-to phrase now? It's just a top shagger, isn't he? Just a top shagger. Is he? Isn't he? He's <laughs> assumed top shagger, Jordan Oliver. <laughs> he's having quite the feud with uh, one of Aaron's favourites, Atticus Cobra. Yeah, at the moment, uh, my two faves are having at it in GCW at the moment. What, what sort of music is it, Aaron? For those that uh, haven't heard it. Uh, rap slash hip hop okay. with quite a dirty bass on it too, like a nice. deep bass. All right, right. sweet. Give, give it a check out. Aye, tasty. Uh, what you got next? Uh, so for number two, I'm gonna switch back, uh, switch over to TNA. Go for a. Uh, so, so this this is um I'm going for number two. I'm going to get ready to fly. It's it's collect sort of unofficially known as. It was the theme that AJ Styles used. He's had a fair few. It was a theme he used around 2010, like sort of when he was pairing it with Ric Flair. It was like the, it was actually performed by a, a group called Grits. It's like Southern and they rap and the, you know, the, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> basically, it just sounds like the, it sounds like the band POD wanted to be. In that it's got like big guitars and like decent ish, like, it's like true, it's like acceptable rap. <laughs> acceptable rap. <laughs> uh, but this was like the era where he was coming out and they'd do that thing where they like put the fireworks or like cascading down over the front of the tunnel he'd walk through them and somehow not burn himself which was pretty cool <laughs> I mean maybe he did and he just sucked it up for the pain I don't know um, AJ's had a lot of um, entrance music a lot of them's been really good like his, his WWE one's really good I don't know if anyone might have that um, so this was actually based on um, an original composition by Dale Oliver called I Am which was his original music when he first was in TNA but this is better because it's got loads of rap on it so it's fair. Yeah, hmm. it's like a lot of a lot of. I, I listen to a lot of um, like sort of late two thousands, early twenty tens um, songs making this list, and there's a lot of rap rock. Yeah, so, a lot of rap rock. Um, one that isn't rap rock, but it's basically video game boss music, is um, from New Japan, and it's Kenny Omega's Devil Sky, which is basically. A Final Fantasy boss fight music. I was going to say, isn't it just Final Fantasy boss music? It's pretty much that. It's, it's not yeah. actually that. It's, it was composed for Kenny's entrance, but yeah, but it, if you haven't heard it... If it was Devil dropped Sky, into Finals fan, Final Fantasy, yeah. you wouldn't think any different. It, it's literally like the opening lick of it is like the transition from the cutscene to the battle. Nice. And then it's just like, I'm so up and it's like just big, big old fight music. 
It's awesome. I mean, Kenny Omega's like entire identity is just what if Sephiroth was a professional wrestler? Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it was, yeah. It was it was inspired by um by the One Winged Angel song from Final Fantasy VII as well, I believe. I mean, of, of course it was. Oh, is that yes. where he got the name for his finisher? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Sephiroth awesome. was called the One Winged Angel. Um, Good shit. But yeah, it absolutely fucking slaps and I miss it. I'm not a huge fan of his AEW music. It's, it's okay. Hmm. Sweet, good show. Um, speaking of music that we miss, um, I mentioned him in, in that opener. Uh, his music is now done by Wale, but at one point he had a song called Three Ain't Enough. It's Big E's old song from when he was in NXT. I think it's just a fucking banger. As I say, I'm a fan of like semi-decent hip hop when it comes to wrestling entrance <laughs> musics. Um, but oh, this was won. cool. There was there was four or five versions of it, which which is hilarious because they're all called Three Ain't Enough, I Need Five. And I think he ended up having about five versions of this <laughs> song. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of different versions. This version in particular is slightly more bass heavy than the other ones. Um, but yeah, it's just really good. Again, fitting with this whole kind of like character gimmick at the time where he had the five count basically instead of the three count because he was good enough to pin someone for that long. Um, and that version of Big E's character, I think was really, really cool. And the music fit it perfectly. So it was just kind of, again, that opening few seconds of a song instantly recognizable. It had that big sort of clunk of like metal on metal. You knew instantly who it was. So yeah, I like that song. That's my, my number nine, my second choice. Nice. Uh, right, right, right. I'll go to New Japan now. Uh, and I'll go Time Bomb, Hiromo Takahashi, Ooh. with all the dancing cats and all the tickety tickety TikToks and all the fucking dirty beats. And oh, the music is like you're on ecstasy. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and the video matches with it as well. Oh. Dancing cats everywhere. Right, I've not seen or heard this, but from your you, description, you I'm not surprised it's in your list. <laughs> you have because you reacted exactly that way when we did the Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Watch Kingdom, and oh, there was dancing me. cats did on I? the screen. Yeah, oh, the cats were on. Like, what the hell? I know this? who you mean. Yeah, this is the dude who comes out with the stuffed cat, cat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Daryl the cat. Daryl, yeah, absolute yeah, Darryl. fucking nonsense. Daryl the cat. No, no, it is. It like it is. Like it is a banger but it's also proper nonsense. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, what yeah. in the dance dance revolution? Oh, I love it. <laughs> nice. If you haven't, go watch the video for it as well. It's great. It's oh. right. Tasty. Uh, right, so I'm going to bring it back to Sanity. Uh, not the not the not the song for sanity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, sanity song was alright. It sounded like it was it done was, by Primus. Yeah, it was sound, but I'm I'm going for Take a Fall, which was another TNA one. It was the song of Beer Money. Nice. Ah, uh, one of the, one of the few wrestling songs that I legitimately listened to as a song. Yeah. And it was yeah, it's, it's awesome. I think this is this one of the ones that Dixie Carter's husband did the vocals on. Yes, yes, it was. Dixie Carter's yeah. husband did vocals on songs for TNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now mostly, mostly ones centered around beer money. Weirdly, and <laughs> so we did like James, one of James Storms' ones, um, which right. very nearly made my list. Long necks and rednecks. Um, but yeah, this this is great, and it, it actually, um, it actually, if you listen to the lyrics, really, really like 
the, like really carefully, it actually explains the origin, like the, the forgotten origin of the beer money tag team. It was he's from the country, he's from the city. So the whole point of beer money as a tag team was that Robert Roode at the time was the Wall Street investor, Robert Roode. Right, that was his gimmick. And James Storm was the cowboy James Storm. And the whole idea was that Roode just like made loads of money playing the stock market and then just paid James Storm and beer to wrestle with him. <laughs> awesome. And Did this, not this, know this that actually, was how it came about. It's, it's like their origin story, like in a song. It's great. <laughs> so we, apparently, according to the lyrics, he loves the Hollywood Knights and he loves the Honky Tonk Knights. Not the Honky Tonk Man Knights. Not the Honky Tonk Man. No, not, no. not that. That's, no, no, that's, no. that's something else. Yeah, no. yeah. Sorry about it. Um, legit, legitimately just a good like bar rock song which yeah sweet can't beat that yeah um, right I'm just thinking where I'm going with this now just looking at my list I'm gonna go to in fact no, I'm gonna stick with TNA and their top heel of all time good old Jeff Jarrett double J with what might be legit one of my favourite entrance songs of all time. That's why it's in my top 10. But it, That's it how that works. Be, it, yeah, <laughs> but I haven't done this in any order. I'm just kind of picking them off my list. Um, and it's it just absolutely slaps. So it's basically just similar to his WCW music where he had like the guitar, like, like but it's like got all distortion on it. And then it's just like shouting. I mean, it, this, it literally is his world. It's a company he created so he could still work yeah. in wrestling after he got fired. After Vince fired him on live television. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it slaps. It played into the Planet Jarrett character amazingly as well. Um, and it genuinely, I would pop so much every time he like made the surprise appearance because of this song. More so than Jeff Jarrett. The saw the it's the lightning the effects that they do with it is just flashing everywhere like in the arena. Yeah, it's got and like it's a coming out. It, 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 it always like soften the blow as well. So like, all right, Jarek just went over Kurt Angle, but at least you get to hear his music again. So that's yeah. kind of alright. <laughs> yeah, at least I play in my world. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarek just be Kurt Angle in an MMA fight, but at least my world's playing. It's fine. <laughs> oh fuck hell! Sorry, mate. Uh oh! I've just I've just taken one out of my top ten and replaced it with something that was in my honourable mentions. Oh, that was uh, it's not silly. It's good. It's a, it's it's a good swap around. Why are you sounding upset about it? Because I really like the other one. But <laughs> but the more I think about it, the more that I've just put in there deserves to be in there. And it's it's a very specific version of a song. So it's it's by CFOS. It's undisputed for the undisputed era. However, it's the Josiah Williams one that he did with Adam Cole at Takeover 25, where he raps over the top. Specifically that one. Because the song itself is fucking awesome, but it is fairly repetitive. However, chuck some lyrics over the top, chuck a fucking awesome rapper like Josiah Williams, who goes, what's his wrestling moniker? Wrestling flow. Wrestling flow, that's it. Um, yeah, it was fucking awesome. My only, my only gripe about that song is there's literally, he's only written one verse for it. There's only yeah. ever I can only ever find a version where there's one verse and it's not an entire song, but it's fucking awesome. It's a really good song, and it's another one of those ones that's instantly recognisable. Do you know what my mum would call that? Doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Just like tell Adam Cole, like mate, you've got like forty seconds to get to the ring because literally that's all I've got. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're, not doing this. You're, not doing that, you're not doing that boom shit on the apron, like none of that nonsense. I know he, in, he in does. Space, the boom into the ref, and Adam that, that's, away. that's the last part of right. it where he raps, <laughs> and then that's it. It's, it's about a minute 23. <laughs> so it ends on the boom, and that's it. <laughs> Shut down. Shut down. <laughs> What's your next one, Aaron? Um, I'll take you to 2003. Um, before she was a lady to mess with and after she was a psycho bitch. Uh, all the things she said by Tattoo. Victoria's theme song for the whole three months or so she had it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, I did this. not realise she used that. It I also forgot her. about this, even though I brought it up the other week. <laughs> It fitted so perfectly with the character, but obviously WWE just went, uh, you're no big enough to pay the rights for the song. I just went, well, just get you a different one, it's fine. <laughs> but, and the song fitted perfect, even when it went quiet in the song, the quiet verse that you get. Like, she just, that's when she gets in the ring, so it's like perfect timing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Not getting big descriptions from me today, boys. I'm not a tattoo connoisseur, so you might have to. Uh... In fairness, if, if you haven't heard that song, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Or the I mean, video of the two girls I kissing. I haven't heard in that the song since I was like old enough to drink. <laughs> but you know of it, though. That's the main I, know, I know of it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone tells me that, that that might be getting changed on Thursday, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the video of the kissing girls. Aaron doing it, Woody. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh, if Aaron does all the things he said in the screen. These mates, I will, I will go off. I will just like it'll be drinks for everyone. <laughs> just, just uh, trying to kiss some random fella singing it with him. It'll be blue drink all around. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> karaoke. Let's go. Blue drink and spray paint all around. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, how do you follow that? Well, I'm going to go with um, AEW slash New Japan. I'm going to go with Everybody Dies. Which is the theme song for Lance Archer. Yeah, boy. Um, again, it's got all your best bits. It's got that countdown at the start. It's normally accompanied by him just webbing someone out the tunnel, which is great. And like as that as he's normally just beating the piss out of someone. And then like as soon as like because it kicks in, like everybody dies and he he, um, he does like the, the pose, like normally halfway through beating the piss out of someone, which is just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's got like so much like that little double bass kick is really nice. Uh, the double bass drum kick. I love it. Uh, apparently, it was used by the Killer Eat Squad in New Japan. I can't confirm that because I've not really seen a lot of the Killer Eat Squad in New Japan. Yeah, well, oh. yeah, Ar- Archer would just come out and. Uh, Cage size. It, it was when he was. And I can tell you, interestingly, if you go onto the AW music page, it's the, one of the only songs that's not credited. It's obviously not credited to Ruckus. It's actually credited to Lance Archer. So oh, I don't hmm. know what. I don't know what. He had in the hand. He had in the process of making it. However, doing a bit of digging, I think the vocals provided by someone called Taylor Shaysgreen. Nice. So yeah, it's great. It's great. It's just like it's just like weird, like operatic metal, which is yeah. yeah. I'm all into it. Again, like what if what if Ghost were good? <laughs> Christ, Ghosts are awful. <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are so bad. we <laughs> have uh, got like three good songs. <laughs> One of which was entrance music at a wrestling show we were at recently tasting. Yes. I was like, oh, I like this song. That sounds like Tasty's debating whether that was was a good song or not. Oh, what's her name? Hannah Taylor, is it? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Isaac North, he won a um, championship the other day. Did he? Yeah. 
Uh, Isaac North might have my favourite finisher of all time. What is it? The package car driver for a ladder? No, he he just jumps off the middle rope, but it's like like a curb stomp, but instead of using his foot, he uses his, like, shin. Oh. And it just looks horrible. But it was like, we we watched it, and, like, the angle, we were at, like, that was disgusting. That was so that, cool. That, that, that was on the family friendly show as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like driving like some baby face into the mat with his fucking shin. <laughs> like, and also Isaac North's like legit like six six, isn't he? Yeah. He's big fucking big boy. So it was like he's even like, more he's like, like, he's like, what if, like, like what if he's like what if Malachi Black was from like Lancashire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if Malachi Black but Wigan? <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change it up now. So I'll give you some bit of a mixed bag. Really, I've had, obviously we've had like New Japan, we've had some Attitude here, we've had some TNA. Haven't gone to AEW yet, and this is like completely different to pretty much any song on my list. But I think we all expected me to have it, and that's Ricky Starks' entrance music. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're not that <laughs> yeah because let's face it you're listening to that you're walking down the road you're gonna fucking strut yeah you are you, if you want you, all of the synth brass then <laughs> it, it, if you want to walk down the road and just automatically have swagger to your walk you listen to that song Strong I, I agree. Know, I've done it before Brain. <laughs> it's got a banger wow. video as well, and like the end, the, the yeah. start of it's awesome. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's on my honorable mentions. That one. It's, uh, yeah, yeah the, it's the the whole presentation surrounding the song as well really kind of like adds to it. Which and is... like yeah, when Ricky comes out, he does that like pose, doesn't? But he does it in time. Yeah. The bum, 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 like yeah. the little beat, which is oh yeah, it's yeah. So good. A lot of like, the brass section stuff like comes from his background because he's New Orleans, isn't he? Yeah, and there's like a big kind of like background of like brass marching bands and stuff there. So, well, when cool. he was when he was in NWA, he did come out to because oh, he didn't really have entrance music much. It was like only on the paper used that they used entrance music. But right. the song he come out to out to was similar, but not quite that. I think I can't remember if they changed it um, after he like debuted when they actually signed him. They like changed it up and gave him like that music. Is it all just smashing pumpkins just to save Billy Corgan some money? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, he, he's always come out with the, like sort of like sort of like jazz like style stuff. Yeah, he's, it's it's awesome. I love it. Nice. Um, I'm going to take you to 1999 from the album uh, WWF The Music Volume Four. Break the walls down for Chris Jericho. Again, there's been several iterations of this they're all fairly similar um but this to my knowledge was the original one um like a bit rougher a bit less polished which i think is why i like it um i remember here like the first time i heard this was when he debuted uh with that promo against the rock um yeah it's fucking it's a it's a it's a brilliant tune. Uh and so, regardless of what promotion you watch, like who you like, like everyone knows that song. So this is like the original version, like you say when he interrupted the rock and he debuted. It's got that like weird reverb on it, and it sort of sounds like it was recorded in like an empty warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's but it works. It, like, yeah. it fits the song somehow, and it's yeah, it's really uh, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm with you on that. It's really good. You want? I, I mean, when when I was I was talking about this with with Sarah yesterday, and she sent me her top ten, and she literally just had one of her just any of Chris Jericho's entrance yeah. music ever. Yeah. And I was like, all right, okay, yeah, that's completely fair. 
Does that include the saliva one? Not one thing. The one any, that one. Any of Chris Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Aaron. What's your? Um, what's your fifth? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, two thousand two again. Copyright. Can you be bothered paying for it? So we only had it for a short amount of time. Uh, never gonna stop by Rob Zombie. Oh, that's in my honourable mentions. E- e- edges theme for the whole yeah. again three four months that he had it or whatever. Yeah. Good Big tune. Big uh, tune. Fucking love Rob Zombie. Completely different from well, not completely, but it had a different level of oomph to it to his original song. Yeah, made him but feel a bit. He broke his neck shortly after he started to use it, didn't he? Mm, I can't tell. I'm not an edge connoisseur. I'm sure. I'm sure the reason like he didn't use it that long was because he was out for a year, and then when he came back, he turned heel shortly after. So we give him metalings. Ah, there you go. There's your. There we go. There's your edge fact for you. There you go. By an edge cut. <laughs> Nice. Good choice. That's an awesome tune. As I say, that's on my number of mentions. Yeah. Next up, I'm going to uh, take you to the Ruthless Aggression era. Uh, It's my only WWE mention on my list. And I'm going to go for Line in the Sand. Oh, I've got that on my own. I've got that on mine. (laughs) Yeah. So this, I I tried not to, I didn't do any like licensed music, but this was specifically written like for evolution mm-hmm. by motorhead obviously famously um let me triple h very close um, have you heard the jim johnson version of this no no oh dear <laughs> no. i mean this this is just awesome and it? it's it's my favorite of the motorhead wrestling cuts i think i think it's and i mean i literally named a beer after it so <laughs> yeah 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 it's fine a lot of a beer named that yeah, I love it. It's great. It's and it's it's. I, I like like I know Motherhead were like famous for like that really fast like thrash like heavy metal like really relentless style. This is a little change of tempo for them. It's a little bit more like that sort of Black Sabbath like stoner rock sort of tempo. Yeah, which I really quite like. Um, it, it, it's a very different feeling about it song, but it's a very very good one. Um, mm. and it's yeah. Uh, apparently, this is the one they they performed live and like Lemmy forgot all the words or something. No, no that's um, I that am the game. game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm the I mean, I, I never you actually, don't want to give me. I never I actually watched that many. I, 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 I didn't watch a lot of uh, the discussion. No, I didn't really watch any. So I didn't watch much Evolution, but I, I remember this song. This is one of the things that sticks in my mind. And so, yeah, put it on the list. Good, good lad. Good lad. Okay. Um, I'm going to take us now to some NXT. Specifically around 2017, uh, we got to hear it again recently. As re- well, I say very, very, very recently, um, and it's Rebel Heart by Johnny Gargano. Or for mm. Johnny, it's not so much. It's not really like my kind of thing, but I think it's more I enjoy it because it's just kind of like what I what it means to me is I know it's just like the end of a takeover where yeah. we just had like a fucking world-class match from Johnny Gargano and he's just won and he's celebrating in the ring and that's playing. I was like, yeah, yeah, Johnny, my guy, Johnny's won. I was going to say, Johnny, you're more likely going to hear it just before the end because he didn't win that many like main events. Yeah, that was all right. Although the one one I was thinking of was um, the matches with Champa. 
like when he won yeah. the first one and like yeah. after that match which is like one of my favourite matches like ever and then we got like that aftermath and he's just sat there like celebrating with Candice it's like yeah this, this fucking rules well, when he also, won the when he won the title and Champa came out and we thought he was going to batter him but he just celebrated with him and it was like yeah. oh, well that was playing I was like oh yeah yes that's good also uh, War Games the other week when he came out to it and everyone lost their fucking mind oh I popped like a mofo I got goosebumps yeah <laughs> he's still there like taking it all in it's varying gear having a little cry I mean, I'd, I'd probably make a case that that's probably the best NXT music like that's, that's uh, ever been produced uh, I mean uh, it's the only one that's on my list I, I don't have one on my list so yeah who better Wow, on, Troy, you... okay. Wow, come on, Troy, you're gonna oh, take it. Gonna take takes 2015 with NXT. The song is called Destroyer, and it was for Samoa Joe, and that's a big fucking tune. And a part of the reason I like that is because it sounds like it was very much modelled on Farrah Monch's "Get the Fuck Up" Simon Says song. That big like duh, 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 that whole horn section just reminds me of that, and it's one of those songs where. But I've said it before, like open a few seconds, you know exactly what it's all about. It's just a big fucking beefy, thick man song, like a big plodding marching tune. That comes in my headphones. I'm walking through town. People know I mean business. It's a fucking excellent tune. Again, some of probably benefit with some lyrics over the top, but it's yeah. Well, I, I was about to say, so all Samoa Joe's entrance music, pretty much from like Ring of Honor onwards, is based on um, The Champ is Here by Jardicus. Nice was used to be his entrance music, and then obviously, yeah, because he got signed to TNA, he couldn't use it, so he came out to one which was very similar. A little bit, it was a little bit slower than his uh, NXT music, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, it was a little bit drearier in a way. It was a bit more um, like it was a bit more like the Jaws theme. It sounded like the opening to a Godzilla movie. Yeah, I mean, that's was what like this sounds monster. like to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, his NXT then, tune sounds like something from a fucking King Kong movie. Oh no, his, his NXT music sounds like a goth ska band covering a Godzilla theme. Behave. <laughs> <laughs> there's horns. There's horns. You don't get horns in Godzilla. You get fucking trombones in Godzilla. Hey, it was fucking horns in Farrah as Simon Says, and that was a big tune. So behave yourselves. It was. It's, I, I like it. It's very good. Ska it's, it's, band. It's, 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 his NXT theme feels more like a a more a bigger budget version of his TNA theme, if that makes sense. There's more mm. going on. Like his, I, TNA I, theme, his TNA theme is very stripped down. It's like there's no, almost nothing there. Well, Whereas the, if, if you don't like horns, the mate, then there's too many of those in my next entrance. I so. love horns. I used to play the horn with. Oh, well, then you'll like my next so. one. Just, <laughs> just, it, it just like the, the TNA song seemed like there wasn't it wasn't really a song whereas like the NXT one felt like you can you can listen to it like by itself, which is great. Right, right. Like, it no was okay when no one's rapping over it. No one's putting the TNA Samoa Joe music on while they're doing the Hoover and all that. It's just not happening. <laughs> I've not heard it. Now I feel like I need to hear it. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I'll throw one that's probably on everyone's list. Just get it out of the way. Why don't we? So just well said at the halfway mark. Um, Wild Thing by X, not the shitty version. That not, not the original. Not the original, you mean? Not what do you mean? The one by the Trojans. <laughs> Wow! This, this is this is turning into that time I nearly sparked someone out in the foyer of the Odeon when they called the version <laughs> of um, Hallelujah on Watchmen a shit cover. <laughs> oh, 
Do you oh, not damn. remember when Moxley came out to the original and even Moxley is like, what the fuck is this? Mox wasn't failing it. But it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, he, was, he clearly ran on the back of like a ciggy packet and just handed it to, to Tony Khan. Like, can I have that? <laughs> and he's not like read the artist. And he's just Googled it and put the first one on. And he's like, oh, you must mean the original. And Mox's like, oh, no, this is too slow, this. Written it on a cigarette pack. It reminds me of the scene from Mike Bassett, if you've seen that, England yeah. manager. And he writes the team on the back of a B&H packet. And then it comes to the squad selection. They're like... Who the fuck is that? Who's Benson and Hedges? <laughs> like some <laughs> League Four players that are like 55 and overweight. It's like two like 40-year-old dads. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, 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 I mean, the, you can tell. So I didn't realise that Mox's original AEW music was also a licensed track. Was it? Is it? But it's by, it's by, it's not by, it's not by Ruckus, it's by an actual band. Uh, maybe it's because it predates Ruckus, I don't know. Um, Unless it's by Ruckus's band, he's in a band. But yeah, um, the it, it, when they got the, the the better version of the more the more slightly slightly faster version, it's you can tell they got it in just so that the crowd could sing along to it, and it works. Yeah, but it works because you you still need that intensity with it, which it gives them. So like when he come out for that match against Suzuki, and it was like, oh, here the we song, go. The song is why Violent Idols is the original one. And. There's AEW yeah. music, which is also a banger to be fair. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love his, I love the original one. It's quite gutted when he got rid of it. It really worked for like when he was like the way he sort of like just kicks doors open backstage and then like nearly kills yeah. any Kingston like with a flying water ball. <laughs> yeah, it was just kicking that like kicking that door out before he walks into the crowd in Daly's place to yeah. that as like the fucking bass is hitting. It's a rule. <laughs> Uh, you've done that one. That it? Yeah, that all you got? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, next, I'm going to bridge bridge the gap. And Aaron's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I'm going to bridge the gap between AEW and TNA with this next one. Oh God! You know what? You know. You know. It's it's um it's well it's it's I don't think oh. it has an official title, but it's it's um referred to as Outwork Everybody, and it is the theme for Christine Cage, Aaron's favorite wrestler. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, um. Isn't it an uh, instrumental of One Last Breath by Evanescence? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking specifically the AW version because it's got like the drums go slightly harder on the AW yeah. version. I think they punch a bit more, which yeah. is yeah. nice. Didn't Mikey Ruckers remix it? Pro- yes, I think he did. Uh, I love, I love, I love the, I love the video. Just counts down from ten to one. We've got a set of scales in the brewery that do the same thing. Every time I turn them on, I think Christian's going to come out and like, you know, <laughs> hit me with the reverse DVD. Stop playing the music. I, I, I sing it in my head like every time every time I turn the scales on uh, but no it's, it's really cool it's it's like real synthy again it's got that sort of like it would come right if you told me it was off the Queen of the Dam soundtrack I believe you yeah oh mate Queen of the Dam soundtrack was phenomenal yeah got that nothing about somewhere yeah that's a good entry good choice that and I liked how they kept it it made it feel like a big deal when he came out that they used his TNA theme which... yeah 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 it, it definitely got a bigger pop than it would have got if he had to just come out to some like stock music or something. Yeah. Or story of the year. Um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna seeing you referenced Queen of the Damned, I'm gonna go for a song from that year of nineteen ninety nine, is it? I'm gonna say ninety nine. Yeah, thereabouts. Sounds like it. May, uh, either way. maybe a bit later. Queen of the Damned, maybe two thousand two, but yeah, go on. E- either way. Um my time, Triple H. Nice. Wow, 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 the, wow, the best wow, triple wow. H sentence music ever. 
I, I, I agree with this on so many 100%. levels. 100%. Oh. I love Motorhead, but you can get in the fucking bin doing oh. like some music. This was the best. Oh. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. 100%. Nah, 100%. Now you can get in the bin, man. Nah. Do you, know what can, <laughs> do you know what can get in the bin? Do you know who was approached to do Triple H's music before it was given to Motorhead? Disturbed. How would you have that band? Mm. Didn't they end up doing something for Stone Cold? They did a re- They did a, a version of Stone Cold's music, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Which terrible. I, I mean, I it wasn't good like... either, but it wasn't... Give me a touch of that. It's right, it's Stone Cold. Imagine it had the Stone Cold riff. Is Stone Cold's music the best music that's also really bad? Yes. Because <laughs> it is in no ways a good song. Like, there's nothing about it you want to hear, but whenever it comes on, it's just like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I I like that Triple H song. It's it, not my favourite, but so good. each to their own. Each to their own. Just from rewatching the Attitude Era, I think that's why Aaron's with me on this. Where it's like, it, it's, just, it's just that little sort of like, guitar like lick on its own see like, see what the issue is with the song right is that when you get to 2000 triple h is the main bad guy in attitude era and he's married to stephanie mcmahon you hear that song about three times every single show at least <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that when like he's coming out to it like stephanie's coming out to it yep yeah like, yeah so you'll come out Remember- to start, do his promo then stephanie will do her promo and then she comes out to it and then he have his match later and then she'll come out to interfere and it'll play again. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Remember the dark days of the fucking authority when he come out to two theme songs? If they come out to King yeah. of Kings, he King. leads to the game. Yeah. If, if, if they used licensed music, they'd be bankrupt in like three weeks. It was because you knew who was, well, you still didn't know who was coming. It was one of like four people. But it would always be that, and it would be like, oh, here we go. Fuck's sake. Let's go. Let's start a riot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just when he danced to it as well, that we just like drink in all the fucking hatred. It was amazing. <laughs> so it was my favorite. Fair enough. Um, this, I almost put a bit higher on my list, but then I was thinking of like serious songs and was like, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Oh, what mate, I wouldn't put it serious in your frame of mind. Don't yet. worry, we're gonna to go to 2013. <laughs> another one by by your man Jim Johnson from the WrestleMania the Music 2013 album. It's Cha Cha La La for Fandango because everyone fucking loves that. I'll hear nothing said bad about it. I mean, you broke, Aaron. I will will counterpoint that and say that I think Fandango was the biggest waste of time in WWE history. Yeah, but the music was good. No, and everything about it it was awful. We can end end this now. We don't need to. Everyone else is the rest of everyone else is fucking. The rest, I've got nothing against him personally, but the music was awful. He's an Everton fan. Um, (laughs) They play play at the Everton games. Yeah. Do they? You you say that uh, at first. I don't know why he's weird. I, do, I, I got told about it by the missus. Um, if you watch like Total Divas, that apparently he's a bit of a... Ugh, yeah, I've seen him in Total Divas. Feely, feely, feely and touchy, touchy. And a light almost fell, but it's fine. Yeah. Oh, sorry, right. Fandango. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't worry about it then. Well, I like it. Fuck yous. Yeah, um, man, that's fine, mate. It's your list. You can put whatever you want yeah. on it. Before but we still we judge you. Do... <laughs> Not as your top four yet, mate. Christ. 
Um, before we do the top four, should we mention a few of our honourable mentions, or should we do uh, that before we actually save them to the end? Because like, it depends who's. We might, what, have to, yeah. we might have to pluck from them to fill in gaps of yeah. people have picked. That's own. true. That's true. Well, I've I've got a lot of honourable mentions, and I've also got some licensed ones which I didn't know what we were doing with it, or rather, we didn't all do the same thing. But I'll leave them to the end because there's a few in there that I feel like some may not have mentioned. We we can have a big old musical orgy right at the end. That we do yeah. Time. All right. Sweet. Aaron, uh, what's your sixth one? My seventh. sixth? Seventh. I, Is one, it seventh? Two, one, two, three. Yeah, I've got four left. Oh, I, I. Five. One, two, three, four. I've got five here. Are you doing Scottish maths again, mate? Oh, apparently so. I've, yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got four I've got, left. I've got, I've got six four left. There. I'm, I'm a bell piece. It's been done very, very. I am a bell tower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mon then, dickhead. Um, Jim Johnson time. Uh, 1998. 1998? Would it be 1998? 1998. Oh, 99. Here we go. It's 1999 earlier again. <laughs> 1999? 1999, aye. What is it, um, Bullwag? <laughs> sexual. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, mate. This is in my honourable mentions. It was very close to making the 10. Oh, <laughs> mate. The only song that gives you Barry White feels incredible. Quite rightly so as well. It's oh. fucking banger. Oh, it's oh. so good. Full Barry White, Boys to Men, Baby oh. Making Music. They're... <laughs> hey, you, mate, you did make a baby from the music. Fucking right, you did. Get those essential oils out. There's fucking or... Yankee or... Candles. Get a silk duvet on. So we know who like, did the vocals on that. I it don't was, know. It was a hell of a vocal. It was it? a hell of a voice. Was it hell not him that just done the speaking part? I don't know if he done. But, but it was, it was, it was the, the fucking. Bit. It was the velvet dulcet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look it up. Go on, you I carry on amongst yourselves. It might be Mark Henry. If that's Mark Henry, I need to immediately <laughs> fly to wherever he is and buy him several large drinks. <laughs> Oh, Randomly, dear. you know who's got like an amazing singing voice? Kamala. Really? Yes, yeah. I've yeah. I've seen yeah. a video of him singing in like uh, Memphis. Um, he brought a CD and everything. Yeah, he's, he's got like a proper like soul voice as well. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Damn. Yeah. Have you cleaned any info, Troy? No, there doesn't seem to be anything. But it's some random ass session music. Yeah, Jim Johnson that like all well, it could have been Jim Johnson. It's definitely not Jim Johnson. No, behave. That's not fucking Jim. Not a chance. I'd no way. I'll, cr- I'll, I'll crack on then if, if we're not going to get there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for one that I think is very close to Jay's heart. Um, I know he's a big fan. I'm going for full death. Which is the theme song of the Butcher and the Blade? I am a very big fan of Full Death. It nice. is just, it is just like, do you want the most metal entry? This is like, this should be like um, Tyler Black Ring of Honor levels of metal. Yeah, uh, like old it's school Seth like shit. Four guitar solos going over each other. It's yeah, at, at, like at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, um, the Butcher plays guitar in the in the band every time I die. So they didn't use an every time I die song, which I think would have been a bit on the nose, which is good. They just did a like a basically a. Uh, in a, a song in their style, I, I love that. Is. 
They didn't use one of those songs because it would have been on two on the nose. Chris Jericho will, though. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that kind of fits his character, though, doesn't it? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, they, they look like like scary metal mother. They look like the type of people who, if, if like you watch like a Disney film and like the character up with a metal gig, like they're the types of people they bump into. <laughs> like fucking Rocksteady and Bebop, just two big fuckers. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I mean, yeah, it, it just slaps. It's it's really good. It's got like insane, like it's like the most double bass pedal I've ever heard in a piece of music. Always, always up for it. Unbridled amounts of double kick pedal. It, it's a it's an ear bleeder for sure. Yeah, and it starts with a creepy guy goes shouting to the butcher in the blade, which you know, just <laughs> yeah. keeps you wondering what's happening. So, yeah. nice to let you know. It's the second most metal song in all of AEW. What's the first? It's about to tell you. Nah, don't you worry no, about Malachi it. Black is like an actual song by Malachi Black is by a Belgian metal band called Amon no. Rap. Don't worry, yeah. I've got it on my list. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I won't say well, anymore. A list, a list. Um, so, I'm I'm gonna deliberately leave my licensed pieces of music out now. If we're gonna do it like that, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to New Japan, um, and the pennies just dropped, lads. The coins just dropped. Yes, the boy. Coming down. Just the one. Just one. Akada. Oh, it's it's so oh, good. It's, it is. It is. It's literally like, like it, it's one of the only entrance musics I think around at the moment where when he's entering, it feels like okay, I'm I'm watching the main event. Like yeah, yeah. It's so. It's such a like powerful piece of music. It's banging. I love it's it. Fucking excellent. This uh, yeah. yeah. This is in my honourable mentions. Especially like the crowd chat behind, like behind the crowd chat with it. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah. That's a That's solid, a, solid choice. Got a kick ass star all over it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice, mate. Um, in fact, speaking of guitar solos, my entry is I get I think there's been nigh on 30 versions of this song. This one's from 2011. It's another Jim Johnson one. It's electrifying for the rock. The reason I like this one specifically is because the guitar solo. Is louder than fucking anything else. And it's just like one of those proper fucking virtuoso Steve Vai fucking. I'm playing the guitar solo in the tightest leather fucking pants for your wife and she loves it. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it must be so hard to write like a new version of the Rock's theme. Like if the Rock's like, I'm coming back like two weeks, two months' time, I need a new theme, but it needs to be like, it needs to be like just the, the original. old theme so that it <laughs> yeah. pops the crowd because that's the big thing. Yeah, uh, but it needs to be different. And yeah, like, fuck, what do you do? All right, then just just get Vi on the phone. Come yeah. on, down you come. <laughs> yeah. I think bring, it, bring your guitar with a little weird handle in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this song went through so many different iterations. Like, if you listen to his original one, and the original versions were just called "Know Your Role," then they became known as "Electrifying." And I know they like the first time there was a real big shift in his change of music is when he went to Hollywood and he came back and they they really made it feel different. But the original versions of his song, whilst on a kind of bass level, were all pretty similar. The original word versions were slower. And actually, when he kind of went as a solo guy away from the nation, his original songs sounded more like the nation song, and they were that kind of slower, like droning. 
and then they kind of built up and built up. But yeah, that particular yeah, it, version. It, it, start, it started super chill, didn't it? Because like nowadays it's like, the, if you smell, no, you yeah. start off and just going, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And, and, yeah, yeah, that was it. It was just really <laughs> so it's just like, like, whoa, what? Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> now it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you would just go, know your role, shut your mouth and all yeah. that noise. Whereas now he very rarely says a word in his life. Yeah. This one's more it. like, just like, because if, if it's not the fucking, the massive like wailing, squealing guitar throughout it, it's the bit where it just kind of mellows out a bit before the next, the next wailing, screaming solo comes in. But again, like with this version, all of the different elements are really turned up. Like the previous versions, they were in there, but it's quite subdued. Like even the bit where it's calmer and you get like the splash of the cymbals like the in between, they're right up there. So as soon as the fucking guitar kicks in, it's just another big stab of chords. But yeah, I, I really, really like that version. I think it's just wave after wave of crashing guitar solos. It's it's almost like there's a few of them in the studio and it's just like a one-upsman. It's just like, right, it's a break coming up. What have you got? Steve I comes in. (laughs) Steve I comes in, just slaps his dick on the table and just goes, right. (laughs) Right. Next up. Fuck your guitar solos, right? Fuck you. Fuck your guitar solos. Wow. Pork and beans, boys. Pork and beans. What? It's the common man, Biggie. Dusty Rhodes' music. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Banger. Absolute banger. Oh, mate. That's an absolute cork. (laughs) (laughs) That's on my arrows, to be fair. (laughs) I love it. Every time I hear it, it's so good. And, oh... It's like, come on, your headphones, you just strut down the street with a bit oh, of fucking... Oh, I fucking love it. It's, it's a wee cowbell at the start that gets you going to begin with. No <laughs> no song is complete without a bit of cowbell. Like Aaron, Aaron go to the Aldi, puts that on. He puts his, puts his little MP3 player on, puts his headphones in. That comes on before he knows it. He's fighting on the back of a pickup truck. Fun cow's brawl, motherfucker. Oh, daddy. Walking around with a rat in a cage. Oh, it's a black rain. <laughs> Oh god, that's a strong choice. That is fair yeah, play, man. Good shout. Is, it's it's good to see. Like it's the first like really old school one that one of us have picked as well, which is oh, yeah. I had mean, one and I mean, there's there's a case to be made that like wrestling themes have gotten like exponentially better as like music technology has you know improved over the last sort of forty years. But, but that's the but, yeah, but so, you know, like some, some, some some of them stand the test of time, and that's yeah. definitely one of them. Yes, that's true. Uh, Speaking of four years, I'm going to take you right, right back, right back to the future. Uh, I'm going to go with "I Fell," which is the theme of Darby Allen from AW. Nice. It's yeah, uh, like, it's what? it's it was so it's not an it's not a ruckus composition. It was actually um, written for Darby by uh, a chap, a solo like a solo artist. He's like a multi instrumentalist um, sort of music guy. He goes by the name. His project goes by the name Wicker Phase Springs Eternal. Because of oh, course right. he does. Because he's because he did Darby Allen's music. Of course he's got a weird name. Yeah. Of course, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like Jeff Hardy's weird he, music he, thing. He, he basically sounds he sounds like the lead singer from Typo Negative, and that is not a bad thing. But he's according to his Wikipedia page, one of his main influences with the streets. Really? Yeah. We're getting he's like a bedroom producer, basically. Original pirate material. You're watching Darby Allen. It doesn't quite work. No. Um, fun fact: one of my mate's sisters was the girl in the video for Fit, but you know it. Really? Yeah. Nice. 
but yeah, uh, this is awesome. It's it's got that like it just fits Dory to a T, doesn't it? It's like it, yeah, his yeah, entrance absolutely. is yeah. like his entrance is so much theatre, and like this like really like stompy like growly like churning track just like it just like feels like he's dragging himself out of some horrible pit to come and wrestle for inner hatred cut that's about to be released yeah I love it it's great um yeah have it have it nice I'm gonna uh gonna take us back to the attitude here please do um and th- this is one which is a little bit you, you'll probably have heard it but you might not have heard it because he wasn't but we'll be that long but Every time I hear it, I go, oh, this song fucking bangs. And that's down the B7's entrance music. Yes, boy. It's no nonsense at all. Oh, mate. Now, black trunks, black, uh, black boots, a white T-shirt. A fucking tash as well, man. mustache. Oh, mate. Absolutely bangs. I fucking love Down the B7's music. Down the seven still looks exactly the same now. <laughs> like yeah. he absolutely fuck you up. He, he did, could, he did he could, he could, he could, not that long ago. Did he he yeah. could go back into like luxury MMA like next week, I think. Yeah. Oh mate, that's such a good tune. Yeah. So, so, so good. Dan, I mean Dan Seven, one of the one of the most squandered WWE talents, I think, yeah. of, of the last sort of 30 years. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the reason he left was because Vince Russo wanted to wanted him to shave his head and get six 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 tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> and he's me. a devout Christian. And he said, No. <laughs> wow! Yeah, jeez. Oh, mate, that's a, that's such a strong entry. Do yeah, you know, do you know what's really, really, really annoying? Do you know what's really annoying? I completely forgot about that, and I fucking love that song as well. <laughs> There's just so many to choose from. I love how we went from Dusty Rhodes to Andy B. Saver. We went from fucking cow balling, <laughs> fucking street strutting to fucking head crushing. Dusty Rhodes, Sal- 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 Sorry, sorry, Darby. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, strong, strong, strong. Bring it up Dar- a little bit. The, the, the Darby one was just a little goth phase we had in the middle. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get out of it soon. That, Dan the B7's music's literally like the guy who's coming to like fight Dusty Rhodes in a bar. <laughs> doing tobacco, <laughs> spitting on people. <laughs> Gonna smash a bottle on his way down and try and stab him. <laughs> Oh man, great stuff. Uh, my next one is from 2010, uh, from another WWE album, another Jim Johnson special, uh, from the music volume 10. The album's called A New Day, it's weird. Um, but anyway, uh, it's Seamus's music, it's written in my face, uh, featuring the vocalist is called Sean Jenis. I've got some facts about him, he's, a, he multi- he's a multi talented motherfucker. Check this oh. out. Singer, actor, studio vocalist, foot model, Olympic curler. Sean Jenis oh. is the lead singer of Doug Flutie of the Doug Flutie band and Anything for a Life, which is America's premier meatloaf tribute band and Groove Buffet, an eight piece R&B soul and Motown review, among many other strange and wonderful projects. He's been featured on countless jingles, voiceovers, casts. Uh, albums and major studio albums, and done a fair bit of the old musical theatre. Does he do okay. only fans for his feet? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the fence until you mentioned that he was in a meatloaf tribute band. Yeah. 
I, they're called, I they're on, called anything, for, the anything for loaf. Anything for loaf. Now, if I could emulate, if I had the, if I was given a wish to emulate one singer in history perfectly, it would be me loaf. Imagine just getting up karaoke and just bashing up bad out of hell. That'd be like why the fuck not? You wouldn't buy you have to buy a drink rest of the night, mate. You'd just be <laughs> drowning. <laughs> um, but yeah, written on my face, shames is music. I think it's a fucking a corker. I really, really like it. I'm gonna have to go. I've never associated. I mentally, I've never associated Seamus with having great entrance music, and I must have just missed this one. Oh, mate, it's, I, it's I like it. his best one he used. Yeah. All right. Before before they got hold of him, can you be more Irish, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, it's 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 a big tune. I love this. This is a bit too subtle. Can we just get like Irish like folk music, please? Like with a like, <laughs> drumbeat, that'd be can, fine. Can we can we just get the calls? Can they just do music? <laughs> or, what about can, Bewitched? Can you just come out to Runaway like every time? <laughs> Blame it on the weatherman. <laughs> Finn Lizzy, they're Irish, aren't they? Seamus yeah, getting brought out to the ring by Andrea Cole. Film Lanch, to be honest, mate. He's from West Bromwich. There he is, top lad. What you got next, Aaron? Uh, I will go New Japan. Will you? I uh, well, I, I I thought somebody was going to say it. Uh, Stardust, Tetsuya Naito's song. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I know it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. 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 How like the the start is like just a sprinkle, and then it's like you're running like. The fucking meme with your arms backwards. Is it? Is this how Naruto it makes you feel? There we go. And Naruto run. Yeah. Aye. If, <laughs> when you listen to it, it sounds like you need to Naruto run. It's out of necessity. Why should listen to it? And then, to be fair, when it drops as well, it's got a catchy ass fucking jingle with it. It gets stuck in your head as soon as you listen to it. I'm listening to it now. Yeah, it starts off banging and then it goes in, the drums come in and oh, oh. It it sounds like something of Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, it's, it's a fucking, it's a proper thumper. Like, it really, really is, man. Like, all of the fucking drugs, all of the disco lines. <laughs> Naruto running everywhere. Oh, you love it. Yeah. yeah. Right, then, second to last one for me, uh, I'm going to have Off the Chain, which was the song used by Bobby Roode during his uh, momentous heel run in TNA. It was just after he won the title. Uh, very specifically, when he first debuted the song, it was instrumental, and it was absolutely awesome. It was like, oh, it was so good. And then after about three weeks, they shot themselves and put lyrics on it because they thought like instrumental music was too high high concept for like wrestling fans. So they were like, I oh, know people aren't going to understand. They'll think it's like classical and shit. They won't like it. So we'll um, we'll have to put some lyrics on it. And they wrecked it. And but when it was instrumental, when it was instrumental, it was because it was like it was like his big heel turn. He, he twatted James Storm with a beer bottle, won the title. And then the next week, he came out for his celebration, and it was like, here's my like fuck off final boss music. Nice, and it was just like it was like a jaw dropper. It was like, oh shit, this is how you this is how you position someone as like the top heel in a company. You just give them a bang instrumental song like this, and it was incredible. Yeah, and then they they put like I think they got like I think it was Dixie Carter's husband again to just come in and sing on it. I was like, oh, sad, mate, you're ruining it. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> nice, Jay. Uh, I'm gonna stick with New Japan, seeing as Aaron brought New Japan into it. And uh, this was one I'd genuinely forgotten about. So I've just remembered that. I go, oh, fuck, no, no, I need to put this on. 
good old murder granddad's music, Kaze Nina Ray. I yes. knew you were going to put that in. It's inspirational, <laughs> yeah. like, Aaron, if, if you didn't have that on your list, I was going to, when I saw you on Thursday, going to slap the pink out of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, like, it, 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 it was on my If you're going to weeb, weeb properly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's just that, the, again, the opening lick we spoke about, like the strings, it's like, it instantly puts fear in people's hearts, doesn't it? Because you know, I mean, it's it's music so good that they made AEW fucking good up into an actual storyline. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that is awesome. What's mad is it's like it's a pretty chill piece of music for someone that literally murders people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he doesn't head bop or that day. He literally just stands on the apron and goes like that. When the drum, when the beat like Last slowly kicks in, he's about to kill somebody. I was gonna say that, that's the point. Is he sort of like just sort of shambles to the ring at his own pace, doesn't he? Like that's his whole <laughs> deal. He's not like he's not like, he's not like Ultimate Warrior. He's not he's not in a rush. He knows he's gonna kill you. It's like he's just giving you a bit more time on the earth before he pre- does your <laughs> So <laughs> take make the most of this, mate. Because when I get down there, you're fucked. <laughs> there's actually two versions of it as well. Because there's this the Suzuki the version, version, yeah, and then there's. There's one which is called "I Have to Be a Lonely Warrior," which is kind of like, oh yeah, well that, that's that's pretty much Manoa Suzuki just going on his mare, that's all killing people, <laughs> celebrating by killing a young lion just for fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I Cracking fucking young lions in the forehead for a laugh, just be, beating <laughs> them up, just having a laugh. Why not? Um, my next one actually, I think Jay, I think you already said it. Uh, is lying in the sand. Big tasty. Um, oh, was it big? T- oh, was it you tasty? Yeah, line in the sand uh, for evolution by Motorhead. Um, Two thousand and four, I think it was. It was off the WWE the music album. Um, yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Um, and w- similar to what you said, like I like Motorhead, but a lot of their stuff becomes fairly um, samey. Like it's all just fairly like quick thrashy stuff. Which if that's your thing, then fine. Um, like when, I, when everything's 120 beats per minute, it all yeah. starts to eventually sound the same. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So this is a real nice change of pace for a Motorhead song, like almost like a sort of ballad almost. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's fucking banging. Really, really good. I can't rate this song high enough. It really, it, it, like you say, when they slow it down, it really shows off like the haggardness of Lemmy's voice, like the gritty yeah. in, in his voice. It really does. Yeah. You say you can't rate it high enough, but you put it second to last. Yeah, don't you worry, mate. <laughs> In terms um, of Motorhead songs, I can't rate it high enough. Um, my, my team oh, is better, it's fine. Disgusting. Uh, are we, we going to do uh, honourable mentions now then? or? Yeah. Cool. Well, go on then. Go, should, should we go around and do our honourables? Aaron, what you got for your honourables, mate? Am I just going through them all, yeah? You just want yeah. To... yeah, yeah, just yeah. wish for him, pal. I'm going to... I, I wrote it down. Uh, I'll I'll say it. The Saliva's version of Jericho's music I, for that I, I one show you, that he done. You're gonna pick that. Oh, got, just got to have it in there. Uh, obviously, I'm surprised no one said it. Pixies, where is my mind for Orange Cassidy? You didn't know the Pixies fucking were six months ago, you prick. He's coming up here like you've been a fan since day one. He's got all the albums, don't mate. He's got the t-shirt and everything. Um, I do really oh, like. I do really, like. I love the song. Doesn't always fit orange. I don't like the song. What at all? I don't know. I don't mind the Pixies, 
I, ju- I just, I just, I think because that it's my fucking chat, mate. I'll put myself in the waiting room. Um, I, did, I just think because it's just been fucking even before Orange Cassidy used it. Yeah, it's horribly overplayed. Anywhere you go, oh, we can play Pixies, but they've got more than that song. Like, I think I just overheard it, which is why I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad song. It, it fits overplayed. the character to a degree, but it doesn't always fit the character. So, like, mm. when he's come out to it and he's been in like a like. A massive feud that's not really fit the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when when like they had like Trent come back at the end of Arcade Anarchy, and everyone sense. was giving two the thumbs up from and she was giving the thumbs up back from the car. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. What else you got in there, Aaron? Are you going to berate me every time I give you one? Yes. Or okay. Depends what it is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um I put all night long, Lionel Richie. Who was that? Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Wow, uh-huh. incredible! Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. Hey, when he's fighting in GCW, you hear it every time. Amazing. Uh-huh. Is it? It's 2021, and we've got someone coming out to fucking Lionel Richie. Yep. Oh, it's oh, it's great. Oh, what time uh-huh. to be alive? <laughs> uh, Tuchel Scorpio comes out to uh, Jungle Boogie as well. Yeah, he fucking does. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Top, top lad. He was in the UK this year, wasn't he? Tuchel. He was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, um, my last one, I've got Indignation, the one yes. of very few EW songs I've got on here. I left this off just so you could pick it, mate. Oh, what is it? Jimmy Hater's music. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking slaps. It goes <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you want to drop all the disco biscuits at um, Wigan Pier. It's like someone just <laughs> sent Mikey Ruckus, like the best of Scouse House, and was like, just make this, please. <laughs> Scouse house. You you want you want you you want your jaw to swing to a dirty fat beat. Listen to it. Should oh, be in a fucking warehouse with a whistle to go to. Listen to that, and it's like yeah. Oh, oh, just just stand in front of a big speaker and have it vibrate in your ears. Off your nuts on, off your nuts on oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Love it. That was my last honorable mention. It, oh, it slapped so much. Nice. Oh, tasty. Okay, I'll run through a few quite quick. I've got a lot, but I'll try and pare them down as I go. Um, first of all, originals. Um, Sting Arrival, uh, the sort of new... I think it's technically, te- as a technical piece of music, I think it's the best music AEW have got in terms of the, the detail in the track. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. And it really fits the entrance where it fucking snows, and it's, it's cool. Um, I'm throwing it in just because of it's... Um, he is exalted by Brody Lee. I think it's better than the Dark Order's music, and obviously they don't use it because of obvious reasons. The um, the symphonic version they used on the tribute show also was excellent. Um, that yeah. was be- absolutely beautiful. Um, Trouble, which was EC3's TNA theme, nice. uh, so I- so iconic that when he showed up in a in NXT, they announced it literally said, "Oh, here's Trouble." <laughs> Brilliant. That's cool. Yeah. Um, my only, I'm picking this specifically for its live one, um, the live version from All Out 2021 of Sierra Miedo, yeah. which was easily the best entrance I've seen in AW. Yeah. As, as a complete yeah. package, it was yeah. incredible. Um, FTR's new one, Dark Side of TR, um, Love which that. is a take on the Midnight Express's theme from back in the day. Oh, cool. Uh, I am proud. I am powerful. The new Santana Ortiz theme. I think there's a separate conversation we need to have about the overuse of gunshots in Latin wrestlers. Theme <laughs> but, but in this instance, I'll let's like the track bangs and uh, hybrid flow, which is TH2's one, the most the, the newest one though, which has got like the mad like 
their breakbeating with the bass drops and everyone goes nuts. And it's great. Just imagine Angelico doing like his weird dancing to that on the way down to the ring is oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> and then a couple of licensed ones, a lot of them have been mentioned, uh, but I'll have uh, Metalingus obviously slaps. Love yep. that. Um, Judas is worth picking up, isn't it? Because that's always it was a good time. Yep. Uh, one thing I will throw out that I don't think anyone else is going to mention is We Can Roll, which is Ricky Shane Page's entrance music. That, that was actually on my on my honorable mentions. That absolutely bangs. And a very recent yep. one, which literally just dropped the other week, is uh, Action Bronson's The Chairman's Intent. I need is, to listen yeah. to that. Is that a hook song? You need to listen to Action Bronson full stop. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. I fucking love Action Bronson. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, lovely, lovely stuff. So cool, I'll go through mine then. Um, so uh, I think I've only left. I have only left licensed ones. I just checked. Then um, I've got firstly RVD's um, "One of a Kind" by Breaking Point. Absolutely yeah. fucking slaps. Yeah. Um, the, I've, I had re, uh, had we can roll because me and Big Tasty went to a deathmatch tournament. Ricky Shane Page got to the finals. We got to hear that a lot. Got to hear it three times in one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, another song we got to hear that night as well was "Box Full of Sharp Objects" by the Used, which Clint oh, Argyre uses. Um, bring me all the screamo songs. Just all <laughs> lay them at my feet. Every time I hear that though, as well, I forget that he's got he used that as his music, and then he comes out. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this song. <laughs> I start fucking throwing light tubes at people. Um, take it back to WWE. I've got uh, Code Orange, Let Me In, The Fiends music. Yeah. Um, and somebody's going to get their ass kicked by 3-6 Mafia, which Mark Henry used to come out to. Yes, boy. Um, oh, yes. And then the last two, uh, two sort of like forgotten gems, one of which was, wasn't actually used, but it, if you've never heard it, go listen to it. It's fucking incredible. Uh, first one was used it was the Kings by uh, Run DMC which DX used for a very short time in 2000 and it yeah. fucking slapped um, and the final one is Out of the Fire by Typo Negative which they originally wrote for Kane um, oh really and then WWE decided to license um, Slow Chemical by Finger Eleven instead so Typo Negative left this as a bonus track on one of their albums and it's just says in like brackets Kane's theme. And nice. um, apparently Peter Steele like went to great lengths to kind of embody the character. It's incredible. It's like got a real typical type of negative, like slow, doomy sort of like guitar riff in the middle. It's got like a break bit where there's like monks chanting. It's fucking mental, but really cool. Love me um, some Gregorian monk chanting. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, that is my favourite. It, it's so good. Um, I'm gutted Kane didn't answer to it even once because it's fucking awesome. Um, nice. But yeah, that one, man. Quality. What are um, honourable mentions? I'm going to fly through this because there's, there's a fucking lot. Um, <laughs> so I've got uh, Brutality, Rear Ripley's theme, uh, which features Ash Costello. It's a really good song, but unfortunately when they had her perform it live at Mania, like it, really didn't sound that good but it is a good song um such a chocolate on a takeover as well and it sounds a little bit better possibly the one that so, sticks out is the mania one but unfortunately because yeah. it wasn't good but it is a good song anyway uh sexual chocolate mark henry uh the lucha bros theme by i think it's got called gangster l like the one from like a few years ago maybe just as a joined AW or maybe just before um glorious domination bobby rude song kevin owens song dude love 
Because who doesn't like fucking disco funk? Uh, Bray Wyatt's tune, his original one by Mark Crozer. Um, the one where they, again, I think they performed it for him against, uh, for his match against Taker at Mania. It and was they, um, Cena. I was at Cena. Yeah. That um, that's a really good song. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, Alistair Black, Root of All Evil. Uh, Again, another one of the top tier NXT teams. Yeah. Also uh, by Code Orange, Incendiary. Incendiary. Minus the Dora Creek. Yeah. Incendiary, <laughs> I think, did the original, but then when they had them do it live, I think it was Code Orange. But it's oh. always any, anything I've looked up, it's credited as Incendiary. Uh, Pete Tunn's Pete Dunn's tune Bruiserweight is just a really fucking decent tune um, Bianca Belair Watch Me Shine really good uh, the APA song from back in the day oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Um, NWO Wolfpack like didn't hear it often really really good uh, and then you were talking about old old ones like we didn't get that far back I almost had this in my top 10 uh, Mr. Perfect song because it just fitted his character absolutely perfectly. Um, uh, test music, really, really fucking good. Which version? Uh, the the one before they really slowed it down. The uh, one that was just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Mate. That's that's almost as good as your Mandy Rose rendition, almost. Uh, Buddy Murphy's music before they changed that it was like a really like heavy dubstep. Oh, like fucking I'm, I'm changing my number one. You've just reminded me of one. Um, okay, so I'm gonna add to my honorable mentions Adam Cole. It's all about the boom. Um, <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, all right. Uh, a song that was inspired by Rage Against Machines, Come Like a Bomb. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Buddy Murphy's tune, uh, Opposite Ends, um, was a fucking heavy dubstep tune. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Ikari no Jushin is old, old one. Really fucking good. Um, RVD, Walk, Pantera, when he had that in ECW. Um, Alter Bridge, Metal English for Edge. Cult of Personality, Living Colour for Punk. Um, Rob Zombie, Never Gonna Stop for Edge. And then I had my licensed ones, like an actual top five. So I had Scary Mass by Poppy for Io Shirai, which in my opinion, she should use all the fucking time. Uh, Here Comes the Money for Shame at Man by Naughty by Nature. Uh, this fire burns. Kill switch engage. CM Punk. Uh, Symphony Number no. Nine by Antonin Dorvac. Volta's theme tune. Uh, and then my first one was uh, Ugin Truce by Aman Rafa Malachi Black. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was. I I, I forgot about this fire burns. Um, yeah, I, know, I was, was going to re re reinsert it in. Uh, I don't know what Jay's number one is, but there's one. There's one that we've missed out. But if we, if, we, if none was mentioned, I'm going to bring something at the very end of something, and I, I, I'm going to. Explain why I think we all I, forgot about I it. Think, so. I, I think it might be what I'm about to mention. Awesome. In that case, we'll be okay. Um, the, <laughs> right. I've, I've just also remembered another quick one, which yeah, I forgot to write down, Shayna Baszler's music. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot to put that in. With that fucking horse and carriage noise at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I throw out one more, I've got a bonus one. Um, the AJ Styles theme, Evil Deeds. Evil Ways, I think it was called, sorry. Um, it's the song he used when he was like the lone wolf in TNA, when he was like being all mysterious and shit. And it was like, a, it was totally different to all his other theme music. It was like, it was very similar to how his WWE music starts. It was all acoustic guitar and like very Johnny Cash sort of inspired it was boss. Nice. Really fit his char- it really fit his character as like a, a sort of slightly outcast, sort of weird 
like lone gunslinger sort of thing. It was, it was great. Awesome. Nice. Right. And, we do- and the song, and the song, sorry, and the song Demigods that he used in Ring of Honor, which was also boss. Top. Shall we do our number ones? Let's. Guan and Aaron. Guan. <laughs> um, I feel weird saying that. Um, <laughs> I, we're we're going to talk about a song that Undertaker wishes he had to play to the ring. We're going to talk about GC Dub. Go to the biggest name, in, well, for them anyway, like their homegrown guys, Mick Gage. Some Metallica in your veins, where it just goes to the bells fucking ringing and the before they even drums properly kick in, you've just got the guitar riff and then the drums kick in and then just Nick Gage comes out the car and jumps in the crowd and he gets bombarded. It's fine. It's lovely. Every time, <laughs> every week as well in GCW it happens. There's The whole crowd just bombards them. It takes him literally the whole song to get in the ring. That's all you need because he's trying to squeeze through the crowd every time. What? Why does he go through the crowd? Why does he just make his life easier and not? Because he fucking loves it. Because he fucking loves it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. There is there is fucking M- murder death crew, mate. Come on. MDK all day. Sorry, MDK all day. There is what? Murder death crew. MDK okay. all fucking day. Cool. 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 He was cool. in prison, you know. Was he? I. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it, it says a lot. Like, I'm not the biggest Metallica fan, um, but I fucking love him. The Belt Holes, I think it's yeah, absolutely yeah. banger. Right. Uh, and it's, it's actually it's a it's a bass solo that starts it off as well, which is fucking awesome. It is. Um, for the first like what two three minutes of the song, there's no lyrics in it. It's, no, it was like it was like properly. It was like it was like Cliff Burton's like perfect final gift to the world before his tragic passing. Mm. Didn't uh, Triple H use it in an entrance at Mania one year as well? Probably. He used everything fucking else. <laughs> <laughs> Was the one with Undertaker come out to Johnny Cash? Oh, that, I mean, that's another show. Uh, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, it was a banger as well, wasn't it? Oof. Mm. Nice. One of, it was like the, the, the eighth single that Johnny Cash released from Beyond the Grave, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was he wasn't lying when he said that grave can hold my body down. He kept releasing no. music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, you're like right, you are like you're, Yeah, you're, yeah. I, d- I just wanted to it's say, a, it was a quality yeah. Yeah, good pick, man. Really, really cool. Solid pick. Uh, right, I'm gonna go with one that it's sort of uh, deserved. I think the song normally you say like the wrestlers deserve a better song. I think this song deserved a better collection of wrestlers. Not not like that they were necessarily bad, but them as a package. I'm um, talking about the Broods entrance music. Absolutely tremendous. Yeah. The, the Brood never really achieved an awful lot in the no. world of wrestling as, as a collective. Uh, their entrance was fucking fire. I mean, there was literally yeah. fire. So, yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, it says something that they used it for Edge's entrance or as part of his entrance at this year's Mania. Yeah. When I was making creator wrestlers in WWF Attitude on the Nintendo 64, <laughs> every single one had the Brood's <laughs> entrance music. Of course they did. Oh, it's if you, I mean, just just go listen to it. It's it's awesome. Yeah, we, we heard it earlier this year, as, as you as you said, uh, and that was easily the best part of Edge's current run was the time he used the Bruce. Even even if it did get Gangrel unbooked from AW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Mikey gang- Rook is apparently Mikey Rook is apparently like made like uh, his own version of that song. That needs to come out on one of their like lost theme songs, yeah. like mm. collections. Or that he'd already he'd already made like his own version of the Brood song. 
I need to, I need to hear I need it. To hear that, that <laughs> I need it. I need it in my life. <laughs> now for me, it's like the it's it, it just it transports me back to being like 12, 13 years old watching wrestling for the first time. Yeah, like that is it's it's just a song that has such a powerful connection to me. It's easily my favorite uh, wrestling song of all time. Banger. Nice. Go on then, Jay. Final countdown, isn't it? Is it now? Brian Danielson, yeah. <laughs> Swooping in with that. Fucking hell. Final countdown, yeah. Men, just, like, men like Europe. Yeah, when I was like really starting to get into like um more more wrestling than like just WWE, when I was starting to broaden my horizons a bit. First one of the first things I saw was Brian Danielson entering to the to the final countdown. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Why is this so awesome? And it it always, always remained as cool to me. And he's one of my favourite wrestlers today. And I think that's where it all kind of stemmed from, the fact that he came out to the final countdown. And the, the fact that the crowd as well got into it and was like, he'd like get on top rope and everyone shouted the final countdown to him. Um, the whole whole presentation of it was just so cool. Um, I'm gutted that Europe like highballed him. Mm. wanted like, Something like a hundred grand per play or something like that. Hundred grand it, for it, fifteen plays now. Yeah, it. they don't let you use it like, like fifteen times a year or something yeah. like that. That's what it was. Hundred grand. Tony Elite should pay times. that just to get like it on the pay per views. Just for winter is yeah. coming. Just once. Just, just, <laughs> just once, once for winter is coming. <laughs> give, them, give them ten grand. They, they paid ten grand for the fucking song of Space Jam for the young bucks. <laughs> 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 Pay ten grand for this just for winter is coming. <laughs> just as Hangman's reign's about to end and he gets his head stamped him <laughs> do it coward <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> good stuff it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a good because like Europe are, Europe are like a bit unapologetically shit but in a way that yeah. makes them kind of good yeah I've yeah. seen Europe and they're alright <laughs> everyone I, was there for the final countdown yeah, yeah I saw I saw the Sonosphere and like literally yeah. people were there for the final countdown they were trying to play they just brought out their new like sort of back to basics rock album which was never dead serious and no one gave a shit listen to what we've just made we don't care we're only here for one song <laughs> you know, you've got two songs to play it or we're all leaving play the one we know it sounds like a fuzzy too <laughs> wow wow but no and if it fits Brian's like character so well it's like it's almost like I don't really need I don't care about my interest yeah. music, so we're going to have that while I come out and beat the shit yeah. out of people that's yeah. it. it. It's yeah. That's it. It's like I'm going to play this because what I do between the bells doesn't matter what I'm coming out to. Yeah. Why he came out to play to the Valkyries in WWE as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what makes it like so effective and so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Solid. Solid choice. Uh, my final song is from another WWE album called Reckless Intent, and it came out in 2006. Uh, and it's I Walk Alone. Uh, it was Batista's song uh, featuring, it wasn't all of Saliva, it was just the vocalist from Saliva. The one of the Spider-Man movie. That's yeah, it. that one. Uh, uh, and written yeah. by Jim Johnson. Not not the Jim Johnson version of the song, because that wasn't very good. This version, however, was really fucking good. Um, I remember there was a video that came out a couple of manias ago when we had Triple H against Batista. And there's the clip of Woods backstage absolutely bellowing his lungs out to Batista's song as soon as it kicks off and he comes out. And that's how I feel every time I hear that song. Um, so you're referring to Josie Scott. Josie Scott, that's his name. Yeah. Who actually left Saliva in 2013 to pursue oh. a solo Christian career. Oh, gosh. 
Okay. How did that work out for him? Don't worry about it. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> oh shit! His oldest son died of COVID on last uh, this year, at the age of twenty nine. Shit! Yes. Sucks, man. How old is he? How old is he? Juicy Scott like is forty nine, and his son was twenty nine. Oh, it's like some pushing thirty. Jeez. Anyway, not to put a downer on it. This is a yeah. really fucking good song. It is. <laughs> it um, is. Yeah, that's my favourite. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's, Yeah, it really is. It really is. Everything about it. Fucking. It's got. It's got a big old solo in it. We love them. It's got. He's a good vocalist. I didn't really rate Saliva that much. He had a couple of decent tunes. Um, but his voice, like in stuff like this, like he's more kind of like slower ballad stuff, a bit like Line in the Sand, Motorhead. Not to say that Saliva were as fast as Motorhead, but they certainly <laughs> they certainly didn't do songs like kind of this slow. So yeah, it was nice to hear like a slightly kind of like stripped back song where you could really get his vocals across. But yeah, I love this. I really, really like this tune. That is my number one. Nice. Was that the song you were thinking of, Big Tasty? No, no. So before we wrap it up, there's been, and I don't think it's our fault that we've forgotten this because I think WWE have done a really good job of making this song not matter, even though, or this entrance not matter, even though it used to. Um, none of us mentioned Nakamura. I almost put that in there. He, yeah. Almost. He, he originally going to be on my honorable mentions. It's like one of the best entrances. I've the regular seen. Nakamura one, not when they turned it heel and I tried liked, to add some. I like both. I like that both. one. The rap pref- one was good too. I prefer the the original one. Yeah, like the remember, original one. Was it the, the one, takeover the one that, where like, he came the, out with the yeah, violin? The, the one where he first came out with like the live violin playing. <sighs> yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, but they ruined it. They fucking made it into nothing, and they diluted it down, and they yeah, they made us not care, and that's made how it. you fuck up the best. And now you album. don't get. Now you don't even get the intro bit of the violin. It's just straight into that. You've got show. you've got boobs playing the guitar instead of over it. But like in NXT, where like the whole crowd would sing along. Yeah, yeah. they sang along to an instrumental. That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to sing to, and you still managed same, it. Same with Sami Zayn's as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's another one that didn't get mentioned. Oh, yeah. Because again, yeah. he changed it and ruined it for everybody. What? Yeah. What is black and gold anymore? Anyway, it's fine. Oh, sorry, that hit you. Don't worry about well. it. Straight to feels, mate. Straight to feels. It's, it's, it's going to be a faction in blood and guts next year. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, this little conversation we've had today is sort of obviously we, we've discussed the, the how wrestling entrance music make everything better because if you didn't have wrestling entrance music everyone would be on the same sort of level it'd just be like watching Dolph Ziggler come out all the time when he came out to whoa, the whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> remember when that, how shit that was it's gone for the whoa. fucking jugular there whoa. <laughs> which Dolph Ziggler song though let me see you shake your brilliance I mean there was one no, there was one where, wasn't the one where it was literally just no music and he just come out yeah like that yeah, was what, 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 what the actual oh, he's, just... bad, he's, he's bad enough already but you put no music on him and Jesus Christ <laughs> that, that was that was when you would hear the weird like scratch of like a the desk record, record. yeah yeah then, yeah that was shit. that was just the sound of everyone changing the channel mate whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I'd like to see <laughs> you shake your arse and skimpy shorts and everyone just have to wait till Thursday mate <laughs> that's how big tasty is going to say hello to you, mate. Get us in Largo. Get us in Largo. Right. You know, tasty, they don't let you into Largo if you're wearing shorts because we've tried. <laughs> no, they don't. They, and they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we didn't shake enough ass. I mean, that was, that's what it was. Maybe we did. <laughs> that wraps up this special episode. 
Uh, it has been fun. It has been entertaining. It's been eventful. And we promise to do more of these over the coming weeks and months. Thank you for listening to us, as always. If you don't already, give us a shout. Give us a follow. All of that good stuff on our social media channels. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Catch you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bob Shagger out. Hello, yes, Danhausen. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.